Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling it Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort Man. Hello and welcome to the Massive Mediocrity podcast i'm your host max kessering and i'm here with the self-proclaimed co-hostist with the mostest fraser kesslering how are you doing good uh yeah yeah sorry sorry we weren't around last week had a slight uh medical scare um (laughs) (laughs) just you know it's a little one we're all good we're 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 still here that's good yeah i didn't die no, Frazier didn't die. That's ideal. Yep. So, <laughs> um, we just had to take a week off. That's just how it is. We're here almost every week, you know? We, uh, we've we been trying to be as consistent as possible with these podcasts, but sometimes you just need a little bit of vacation. I wouldn't really call spending 14 <laughs> hours in the hallway of an emergency room a vacation, uh, but... You can call it whatever you want. As long you're not the one who experienced it, so you could feel free to call it whatever you want. But I'm gonna call it a slight nightmare. <laughs> well, I had a little bit of nightmare too. But all right, moving on to the podcast. My, you know what's a nightmare? Is my my NFL picks. Yeah, my, not good. Whoa, whoa, Nelly. So the last podcast you recorded was for the wild card round, and your boy here went zero and four. I had reasons. I had reasons. In the two games I was most confident in, I lost by a total of three points. So, What is it called when you just barely lose? What's that called? A loss. Yeah, that's right. Hold that L. <laughs> right, well, you weren't Hold much better. Proud. You were two and I two. I went two and two. I went 50-50. What do you mean that's not much better? Yeah, it's not that much better. I, like two games you got better. zero. You got yeah. zero. There's not a lot of time to catch up either. No. There's only th- three games left. I'm pi- I actually can't win. Yes, you can. I just have to go over. Yeah, you have to go over. All right, I'm picking different from you every game. There you go. All right, so that's how this podcast is going to go. Frazier's going to pick his team, and then I'm going to make an argument for the other team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So we missed last week's games. Um. They were... Some were entertaining. Some were pretty terrible. The Saturday games were brutal. Or wait, the the early games were brutal, and then the late games were decent. Um, mm-hmm. The Chiefs-Colts game, uh, not really worth watching, going to be honest. You could have basically skipped the whole thing. Uh, but what's your one takeaway from that game? Um... Kareem Hunt doesn't seem to be missed. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was mine. Uh, that really? the was drop it? off, yeah, because the drop off from him to the other running backs, 
just isn't very big. Uh, it, they don't. The, the running back doesn't matter that much. It more matters who's running the show, and it's still Pat Mahomes, and it's still Andy Reid. That's that's what the they had four rushing touchdowns from four different people. That's great. Yeah, Casey looked Williams good. Was legit. Yeah, he he looked great. Um, the Colts couldn't get any pressure in the past weeks. The Colts D has looked pretty good. Uh, they weren't able to get any pressure. Um, not just that, the Colts old line really kind of went to shit. Andrew Luck kind of looked like uh, he was under just under duress for the majority of the game, um, and, and they couldn't get the running game going, which was something that they really relied heavy on uh, to win a lot of their games. The Colts did with Marlon Mack and that O-line who ha- have been much better than they have been in the past, but uh, for whatever reason, they just weren't able to get it going. And um, yeah, KC was just able to take care of business. Yeah, and another thing of note, that defense is looking a lot better. Um, I want to see the tackles. Who's making most of the tackles? I also believe Eric Re- er, Eric Berry is coming back. If yeah, he was not back last week, he's coming back this week. Let me do a little fact checking real quick. So, uh, will Will Eric Berry play? So he has a there's a possibility of him coming back for the Patriots game, and if he comes back, that's a big advantage for this defense. It's starting to come together as it is. They're getting more pressure, and they're. You know, their line's looking a lot better. Um, D Ford had a sack. Justin Houston had two sacks, looking great. Um, that defense is coming into form, and they look like they're a little more stout than the Patriots' defense. So that is going to be a Pat really Steve interesting matchup. pretty good last week. They did. They did, but they still let up 28 points. Yeah, but a lot of that was a garbage time. Sure. I mean, the, the Pats were up early. Uh, they they really dominated the, the whole game. You know, at, at a certain point, the Pats had way more first downs than the than the Chargers had plays run. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, at, at some point, it, it was ridiculous. Um, the Pats had more touchdowns than the Chargers had first downs mm-hmm. at a certain point. So, I mean, True. those numbers are a little more skewed than they really should be. And they let only let up t- uh, 15 yards from Melvin Gordon. So I guess we'll just start talking about the, the Chargers versus Patriots game. Um, Melvin Gordon only getting 15 yards in the entire game. That's that's a great job because they weren't able to run the ball, and when they did, they weren't effective. Yeah, they look like a completely different team. Um, the 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 line for the Chargers wasn't able to get home at all against Brady. A part of that is the fact that Brady got the ball off so quickly. Um, you know, he he really is the master of the five yard slant. He just it's it's like the European style of soccer where you kind of just hold on to the ball and you kick it around. Yeah, it's just like little it's little what Spain touch does. Pa- that's that's like Spain style of soccer. They're very possession based, controlling, and they don't ever give it up. So you basically just have to like get out of position, and then they basically dice you up from there. And that's exactly what you're saying. What Brady was doing. Yeah, and that's what him and Belichick have done pretty much their entire careers. Um, so yeah, the Chargers weren't able to generate any pass rush. Uh, it was funny. I was I was like a sleeper agent in Boston this weekend. I went to like the most towny bar I've ever been to. 
um, this place. It's, you know, uh, you know, a garden level apartment, how, or a garden living room, how they have like those really small windows that are probably mm-hmm. only like six inches tall. And then t- like, you know what I mean? So I had that, but it's not a garden apartment. You know Things what I mean? It's like dark. the whole thing <laughs> is above ground and it's just these little tiny windows at the top. They don't serve any food, but they did have steamed hot dogs and meatballs in the corner that you could just help yourself to. <laughs> That's so gross. Did you have any? Yeah. That's hell so yeah. Gross. That's so gross. Dude, <laughs> I had three hot dogs. <laughs> That's... All cash only. They literally, they had to retap Guinness like multiple times. That's all anyone got there was Guinness. I didn't remember seeing any other beer being served. It's the most Irish towny Pat's bar I've ever been to. They were all rooting for the Patriots, and I was just low-key rooting for the Chargers. Not telling a soul. Nope. Were you by very, yourself? Like, no, I was there with my coworker. I was like very quietly clapping when the Pats would do something good just to like pretend give, like, like an aura of like I'm into the Pats, but really I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was a good time. Um, That offense looked... My my father put it really well. He said that the Patriots looked like soldiers out there. They looked like they were part of a military. They went out there and they did their job and they were clinical in their precision. They were just boom, 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 march up field, and then you just score. It was like very methodic. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that's what they've been doing. Um, we'll see how that changes against the Chiefs. It should be interesting. Um it's. I think it's going to be one of those games that comes down to the last possession, but we'll see. Well, that's what it was back in October. So mm-hmm. back in October, it was forty to forty-three. Um, the game pick- was at. Game New was England. in New England. Yeah, New England. And where will this one be? In Kansas City. In Kansas City, yeah. So Arrowhead, we'll see. you know, mm-hmm. invoke Arrowhead. You know, they say home point or home field advantage is worth three points. So. And they lost by three last time. So this is going to be a yeah. close game. Or it'll be oh. they'll win by three because it's exactly what the Patriots won by. So we'll see. We will see. Um, all right. So basically, who are you going to pick? Because I got to pick the opposite team right now. Did we talk about the other games? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about the other games. Sounds good. I forgot. We were. I just figured we'd do AFC and then NFC. Max was trying to do like a freaking three-minute no. talk. <laughs> No, no, no. I figured we'd do AFC and then NFC. It was what I was thinking. We could do... We'll do the divisional games. Okay. All right. All right. We'll go to the Cowboys versus the Rams. This was the Saturday evening game, I guess. Um, The Rams kind of took care of business, it felt like. They did. It was another game that when it came down to it, it seemed closer than it was, but it really wasn't that close of a game. Um... Yeah, honestly, all these games kind of really sucked. Besides the, the Eagles, the Eagles Saints that was one, a good game. Yeah. Besides that one, they all really weren't very fun. If I'm this being game honest. wasn't. Yeah. No. Uh, I was impressed. The, the Rams, their offense seemed to liven up a little bit. Um, you know, Robert Woods, uh, he, he, he seemed more impactful. He doesn't um, get talked about enough, man. That guy is freaking so good. Dude. 
How bad do the Bills look? <laughs> right? Think about who their starting wide receiver were. Goodwin, who was, granted, at this time that he was playing for them, was still super raw, but has turned into a really good talent. He's now with the 49ers. Um, Robert Woods, really good. Uh, I mean, Chris Hogan, who, say what you want, is still a good good deep threat with the pass. He's better than any receiver they have. Currently, yeah. And then Sammy Watkins. And Sammy Watkins, who showed up last week. Yeah. Six catches for 60 yards. That's a good Sammy Watkins week. Yeah. So Put a the touchdown Bill, in there, you know? Bills don't look great, but let's not shit on the Bills too much. They have a hard enough time. Uh, but yeah, the the Rams look good. You know what I was really impressed with? Mm-hmm. I think their D-line was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've kind of been skeptical on the Dominican Sue. At first, I was really fired up about it. And then it didn't seem to matter at all. Uh, and, and now it seems like he he's actually been playing really well. He was a real force up in the middle. I mean, they couldn't get any push going up the middle. And the Cowboys, you have to be better than that. When they, I felt like when they were doing the, the read option stuff with Dak, anytime mm-hmm. they got Dak and Zeke out in space, Mm-hmm. they were way more deadly. I thought it was really, really poor play calling from the Cowboys. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I guess the one thing that impressed me the most was bowling ball C.J. Anderson. He's literally like a freaking bowling ball out there, but he is so effective. <laughs> like, dude got cut from two teams and made it on this roster, and then basically he's just putting in freaking God's work. Like, 23 carries, 123, and two touchdowns. He is the best new fat back in the league. <laughs> Dude, he's so It was thick. held for a long time by Mike Tolbert, and it is now CJ Anderson to carry the torch. Dude, that's a husky fella. Oh, speaking, of, thick. speaking of husky and thick people, um, you know the thick neck guy? You seen the picture of the thick neck guy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, long er, Yes, yes. Well, dude, Tyreek Hill looks a lot like thick neck dude. You see his you photo? So? Dude, look at okay, pull up Tyreek Hill. Just do it right now. There's that one photo of him that they always use. Dude, yeah, just look up Tyreek Hill. Dude, he looks like thick neck dude. His neck is so it's so wide body. I'm looking. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it kind of is. It's kind of like thick neck dude. Yeah, it is. It's maybe because it's for sure. His neck is real it short. It looks like his head like is like pushed back or something. <laughs> it's like if you tuck your chin into your neck. Maybe it's just the bad lighting. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I've seen multiple photos like that. Bro's got a thick, wide ass neck. He does. He does got a wide neck. But not really. If you look at like dude, he's other got photos th- of him. No, he's got a thick neck. Dude, he's got a pretty thick neck. Yeah, he's just like, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, what's that? You know how most people like you draw a head? It's like a circle, and then the bottom two is like two lines that come off the circle. His is like one, like an like a semicircle on the top, and like a cucumber straight down. Like if you just go yeah, straight down. <laughs> that guy's still big neck guy. Is still the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah his he's neck fucking goes internet out. famous. Dude, his neck goes out. It literally has like a like a pitch to it. It has like a roof pitch. Yeah. He's wiling. 
<laughs> it's just ridiculous. All right. That is, sorry to like get you totally off topic, but it's all good. CJ Anderson. I like, I'm really proud of him. <laughs> like, kind of just low key, like you go CJ Anderson. I was kind of liked him. I always thought he was like kind of decent. And he's one of those fantasy names that you're like, Oh, I'll pick up CJ Anderson. It should be all right. You know, when he was with the Broncos and then he'd have his few games. So I don't know. Uh, him, what was good is they really didn't have to use Todd Gurley all that much. And Todd Gurley looked good, though. When he was out there, he was looking explosive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they got to use the one-two punch, which is kind of something they need, a new dimension to their offense. When they lost Cooper Cup, it kind of really stifled their offense. Um, it, 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 it got rid of one dimensionality that they had. But when they got CJ Anderson and how they're playing last week with Todd Gurley, I really liked that. Um because you not only have the flexibility and the versatility of Todd Gurley, you also have like the methodic pounding of CJ Anderson. You have the ability to control clock, control tempo, and control the pace of the game. So that's what I thought that CJ Anderson really gave to that offense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the The offense looked really good. I love the Sean McVay um, going for it. You know, when his team was up six, was it? I'm not sure. I think his team was up six with however many minutes left. And, you know, instead of kicking the field goal to go up nine, he goes for the touchdown. That's a freaking ballsy play. He's ballsy. Uh, I think that's a good omen for them going Mm -hmm. forward. I think that's something that players will really feed off of. Um yeah, we've seen a lot of those type of plays called this year, um, you know, and, and it takes someone like Sean McVay to call mm-hmm. the right play and, and get it done. So, I mean, we could have looked back and and thought of that as a, as a dumb play, but, you know, he wanted to inspire his team a little bit. Um, I think even if they don't convert, you know, going... 99 yards in two minutes. Uh, I don't know if they had any timeouts, but with an offense that really wasn't doing much throughout the game, uh, I, I think that was a really uh, strong move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going from big balls, Sean McVay, over to big dick Nick. Um, he didn't have enough. Big Nick Nick got uh, he got stifled. Um, if those two don't know, basically everyone is just obsessed with... Uh, <laughs> Nick Foles. Nick Foles genitalia. <laughs> yeah, and I really don't understand why because I don't still don't think he's like that great. He just has like a little bit of uh, positive energy, and that's and that's no, what just we because had going for him. It, because he shows up in the playoffs. He shows up when it's big, like True. he's got that big dick energy. He does have the big dick energy, I guess. But he threw two picks, so um, you know, for and only two hundred yards. So I mean, you know, I don't think. Mahomes or, you know, he was the worst quarterback left besides Brady. <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides Dak, maybe Dak. Yeah. But Dak has more versatility, so it's hard to say. But I mean, so you got Rivers, Brady, Mahomes, Luck, Dak, Goff, Foles, Breeze. I mean, Breeze and I guess Dak and Goff are the only ones that are, you know, you you can argue for the worst one, but I, I'd say Foles is probably the. You just say Breeze? No, sorry, sorry. That you know, that's you know what I mean. That, um, Goff, Dak, and Foles. 
Okay, thank you. I was like, no, 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 what? no, no. We have to in have a talk. We have a talk are about you talking about how if if Breeze wins this championship, he's in discussion for being better than Peyton Manning. And I think we brought that up in the, earlier in the season. How um, if Breeze has this magical season and wins the Super Bowl, um, he's he's surpassed Manning in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. He's going to have all the records. He's going to have two Super Bowls. He's going to have multiple MVPs, right? Or is this, no, this will be his first MVP. But he'll be he doesn't to, have an MVP. But he'll be able to check that off the list, you know? Um, MVPs are kind of a hard thing because you're playing in, a, in an era where there's so many good quarterbacks where I think when Peyton was doing it, it was a little bit lighter. I mean, just a, just a tad. You know, there's no Aaron Rodgers at that, at that mm-hmm. you know? So, I understand. Um, I think now the numbers kind of don't matter as much as they used to, just because everyone's numbers are so inflated. So, you, you kind of got to remember, Peyton Manning was there before all of these numbers started getting he a little out of whack. Oh, yeah, yeah. His, and his he, and so he was stupid. still beat him. Yeah. So, my thing is, it's hard to put someone past when I don't know if Drew Brees was ever the best quarterback in the NFL. What is he this year? I'd say I still don't think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. See, there's a difference, I think, between MV. It's like the LeBron argument. Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron isn't going to be winning the MVP every year, every year, but that doesn't mean he's not the best player. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I know that there is at least a few years where Manning was the best quarterback in the league. Um, I just don't know if, if you know. Drew well, he's Brees also alongside did. the number one of all time, which would be Tom Brady, right? Yeah, but even still, Brady's early career, he wasn't this dominant quarterback. Mm-hmm. Brees is younger think, than him, so he basically was there the entire time that Brady was. True. Like they were, they were in, the, they were competing the entire time for MVPs. Mm-hmm. It, and then Aaron Rodgers came along, you know, and then Cam Newton slipped one, or you know snuck one out. But mm-hmm. what he's done over such a long time and prolonged success, and he's still going to be. I'm assuming he'll be back next year. I mean, I yeah. still think he'll be playing at a high level. So I don't see Breeze stopping anytime soon. I think that has well, a big Breeze effect Well, Breeze and it. Manning both would have two. Right. But Breeze so could I don't, go... I, you know, I, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put him past Manning. Uh, but I don't think the second one for Manning can be counted like a full championship. He did almost nothing. I mean, he was how many horrendous. How many Super Bowl appearances does Peyton Manning have? Uh, I know question. Drew Brees only has one. But he never lost. <laughs> I hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like LeBron, he's lost so many championships. Well, he freaking got there a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, he's been there eight years in a row. So Peyton's been to four. That has to count for something. Yeah. Getting your team to four Super Bowls is no small task. It's crazy to think that Brady's been there eight times. <laughs> That's so which is stupid. frustrating. Super frustrating, bro. <laughs> Super frustrating living in Boston. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! All these Pats fans just like sometimes it's too much. 
Don't worry. Upstate New York, it's all a bunch of like angry Bills fans, depressed Giants fans, and like I know. dejected Jets fans. So it's a little bit more depressing up here. But yeah, uh, it's a definitely different vibe. I'd different rather depressing. deal. <laughs> I'd rather deal with like the the ho hum Bills fan than the uber confident ultra. I just don't like cocky. Like that bothers me. Mm. Uh, yeah. so it's just like, it's whatever, man. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like you, at this point, if you're a past fan, you should just be past being cocky. <laughs> Do you know what I like? Yeah. What's there? Just like, don't even be cocky. You're like, you made it. You're good. Just like chill. Uh, <laughs> just like chill. Just chill. But so back to the Eagles game. Okay. The Eagles are driving. Ball ricocheted off Elshon Jeffrey's hands, who, oh. who's had a really good year. Yeah, um, which is good, tough to see. Had a good game and too. Gets picked off by the Saints, which ends it. Um, everyone's saying the Eagles were going to score. Everyone was saying it. Got to. I don't think. I don't agree. And there was That's, way too much time left. Was what my argument was. Even if they do score, they were going to leave like two minutes left on the clock. Well, they were trying to get that playoff before the two-minute warning. But, yeah, there there was a decent amount of time. So, that kind of thing remind, makes me think of, like, when the Packers beat the Cowboys, the Dez, did he catch it game? He just didn't catch it. I don't... There's, okay, yeah. there's... Yeah, exactly. But everyone's saying, like, that was the game. That play occurred at, like, the four-minute mark. Right. Who, who, how can you definitively say that the game was over? So that's my thing. It's like, yeah, he threw a pick. Yeah, it was unfortunate. I mean, teams go down to the red zone and don't convert all the time. Yeah, the, all the time. It's that, the hardest place to convert. To that point, the Eagles went 30 minutes without scoring? 30 game minutes without scoring? Yeah, they didn't score so, since the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, they weren't going to score. They ha- were going to score. They would have done it earlier. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy that like people are just be like, oh, well, yeah, they would have scored. I mean, yeah, they're moving it. I mean, it's easy to move the ball between and the 20s. It was 20s. a big penalty, too. It was a big penalty that made that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, you know what? They could have scored. I'm just. I just don't like the definitive. They would have scored. Uh, but could have yeah, stopped. That was, that was an entertaining game. If they would have stopped Camara, there would have been something like 15 seconds left, and they couldn't get the ball back. But they didn't stop him. Nope. I mean, 15 seconds. Yes, isn't a lot, but like, it's still another play that you get the ball. It's a hail mary. It's a. It, it's a. You know, you would have had maybe two seconds for hail mary. Whatever you. We've seen things happen. This is sports. Anything can happen. And when you have an almost saint on your team, I mean, your chances of Hail Mary goes up <laughs> drastically, right? So Just ask Doug Flutie. Uh, just ask Doug Flutie. He's basically a saint in Buffalo. The patron saint of Flutie, yeah. It's crazy because he's really, he never <laughs> panned out to be a very good NFL quarterback. Like, if you go back and look at it. He had like one year that was actually pretty good. Um, I no, was looking no, at no. it. Yeah, I know, but his career was so short. You would have thought Doug Flutie paid fifteen years for the Bills. Oh, I know. It just that wasn't the case. He had two years where he was above five hundred. Sorry, th- 
three years, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that that first year, he was not very good. They won games, but he had a 50% completion percentage. I wouldn't say that's great. I remember going and getting breakfast from the my middle school lunch line. No, it was middle school or elementary school. And they had a cardboard, a cardboard cutout of Eric Moulds, like holding milk or some shit. <laughs> okay, so maybe, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just looking at his NFL reference right now. Uh, we must be dumb um, or or just too young. I think that's what we were. We were too young to know much about this. But So he had two years where he was in the league. And his second year, after, his, after he was 27, he left and didn't come back to the NFL until he was 36 mm-hmm. and played for Buffalo. Yeah. Well, the thing was, he was signed by the XFL. And he got this absolutely ridiculous contract coming out of college. It was the largest contract that any player, NFL or XFL, has ever received. Mm-hmm. So he came to the NFL late because he was in that league. Then he came to the NFL. And then he went to Canada. And now he came back to the NFL. And he then, had a really wild career. And when he was 43, he was a kicker <laughs> for New England. Was he really? It, it lists him as a kicker on uh, NFL reference, yeah. When he was huh. 43, he was a kicker. He played in two games. He start, Any field goals? Started five. So that means he was five of ten. So he played like the, so he played a little quarterback. Where is his kicking attempts? He okay. might have been like what they wanted to do with Tim Tebow. <laughs> Remember how the Patriots signed Tim Tebow and they're like, oh, he'll be on special teams. He'll do this. He'll do that. And he 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 was the pre Tim Tebow, I guess. Doug Flutie kick attempts. I'm pretty sure he drop kicked an extra point. He at did. Some 2005, point. he drop kicked in the season yep. finale against the Dolphins. Just likes to rub it in the Dolphins' face. Yeah, fuck the Dolphins. It was the first drop kick converted in the NFL. That dude, shout out to Doug Flutie holding it down. Also, Michael Dixon. Of the uh, the the Seahawks might do it again. I th- or did he do it already? I'm getting a million pop up ads. Freaking USA t- Today, get your shit together. This is fucking no. He brutal. he didn't attempt it, but they, they were talking about to. it because yeah. Sebastian Jankow is a million years old. Tours honey baked hamstring. Shout <laughs> to cousin Sal. His <laughs> honey baked hamstring. Oh man! All right. Let's like get back on task. Um, let's talk about let's get, let's pick these games. Let's do the Rams versus Saints. We were just talking about the Saints NFC Championship. Who you got in this one? Rams. Give me old Drew Brees. Old Drew Brees. I, I like. I just like the Saints. I've liked them all year. Um, I think their defense stepping up last week is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see these two masterminds, offensive masterminds, go against one another. Mm-hmm. The, the Saints, I feel like they just kind of got something special with Mark Ingram and, and Elvin Kamara. Michael Thomas is is exerting himself as one of the top wide receivers in the league. Um if not the top, you know, it's probably him and Hopkins, Hopkins one, yeah. two, Antonio uh, Brown, Antonio Brown, um, Odell, 
AJ Green. I don't agree with Odell. No, you don't think Odell's a top five wide receiver? I have a problem with his consistency, but I've seen him drop too many Tyree balls. Kill, maybe? I don't know. Dude, Tyree we'll Kill's a fucking animal. Tyree Kill's really good, but yeah, I, I like the Saints. I like what they've been able to do on defense. I like what they ha- have been doing all year on offense. Love Drew Brees. Um, this game is in New Orleans. Yep. So uh, you like that? Um, I don't think it matters. It's gonna be a Saints home game regardless. You like that? Uh, I saw Drew Brees's. Um, yeah, I got a question. <laughs> when people do like, you know, like rala speeches, like to get their team fired up. Yeah. Do you write this beforehand or is it just like off the dome? Because I was listening. I was like, man, this is really good. But like, when did he have the time to write this? Like, who did he write this? Did did he get this from somewhere? So if you're James Winston, good... you definitely come up with it on the spot. If you're James yeah. Winston, you don't think you don't think about it of, in advance. Um, you just, Drew Brees you... was really good, though. No, Drew Brees is like really smart. So I don't think he really has to think about it a lot. Like, I think he's just a well-spoken dude. He's a guy that I could see moving into the booth like pretty quickly. He seems like a Tony Romo kind of guy. Like a very likable fella. Yeah. Um, uh, he's a great... Quarterback seemed to do well. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So I got to argue for the Rams. I'm going to think the beefy boys are going to come up true. They're coming up trumps. My boy CJ Anderson and Todd Gurley, the beefy boys. The old beef boys in the beef barn? <laughs> making that beef stock? Dude, that's Shout what Shout to Maddie Matheson. That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> I bet you I bet you CJ Anderson's a big Maddie Matheson fan. He's certainly on that cookbook. Yeah, he is. He's a beef boy for sure. Um I'm taking the Rams. That offense they could really just pull it off. I mean, it's in a dome, which I don't think hurts them. Um It's in New Orleans, so it's gonna be nice and cozy in comparison to here where we live in Rochester in New York or New York and that's a great Buffalo. great point Max <laughs> great point for the Rams I know, really like that one really but strong it's still more it's still more south I don't know I just thought about it as we were like talking I'm like it's fucking hot there regardless um it's just so cold here that's all I can think about that I don't Ram- know I haven't been outside yet <laughs> That defense could pull it out for the Rams, so I'm pulling for them. I need them to. I need to win out, and I need you to lose out for me to get this dub on the playoff picks. Um, so I'm taking the. I'm taking the Rams in this one. All right, AFC conference mashup: Patriots versus Chiefs. We talked about this a little bit before, but we didn't really pick who we were going to take. Frazier, who you want in this one? Give me the Chiefs just because I cannot stand <laughs> rooting for the Patriots. Uh, I see the thing is I don't want to hate the Patriots. The Patriots, like I understand, but like at the same time, I just want to see something new. Uh, you know, give me the give me the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes super interesting. I would love to see a Mahomes Breeze Super Bowl. The two MVPs facing off. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. So I, I'm rooting for that. Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots because I literally have to. Um, but I do think that they are going to win this because they have more playoff experience. The Chiefs are looking good right now, but the Patriots have been there and done that. Um, I think they're going to have certain things schemed, and I think they kind of held back a little bit in their earlier matchup, especially defensively, <sighs> that they might do to screw up the Chiefs. Um, 
So I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking Tom Brady. I'm taking the what is he the, f- the million time Super Bowl champion? I'm taking the Patriots. Five time, I think. Yeah. Jeez Louise. All right. Um, do we want to talk about the Pro Bowl, or we just want to leave that because we're gonna have a lot of sports to talk about? Literally, no one cares about the Pro Bowl. Um, they should just only do the skills challenges. I think those are fun, and I think that's it. I think the problem with the Pro Bowl is like you're having this fan vote that matters, and people <laughs> look back shouldn't. to see like who is a Pro Bowler, but it literally like it's bullshit because David Bakhtiari is like one of the best lineman in the game and he has no pro bowl experiences but he is first team all pro offensive lineman is he so is he get selected to the all pro team or no yes he's on the all pro team but he not on the pro bowl i mean it's different it's like the same thing it's like the no okay so it's similar to um all-star versus first team yes yep all-star versus first team yep so well, you can be an all-star, but you might not necessarily be on first team all whatever. All NBA teams matter so much more too. So, um, I mean, all-star games, all-star appearances do matter. Also, I mean, I feel bad for Mike Conley. He's deserved it, especially in the past mm-hmm. because he's in the wrong conference. But that's a discussion for another day. Soon, no, soon because we're about to be talking all basketball all day. So get ready. All right, let's talk about some little. Let's, let's get into a basketball conversation real quick before we wrap this podcast up. Mm-hmm. It happened about a week and a half or so ago. Steph Curry did a James Harden step back, which is the step, 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 step travel. If you if you, if you didn't count those steps, that's four steps. What's a travel? Mm-hmm. So. You should look at the clip, but he basically puts up the 1-3 backwards, which is 3-1, which Curry, like, figure that one out. You went to college. Like, <laughs> it's reversed. Like, you're, you're doing it the wrong way, I didn't way, even bro. think about it. Fraser, you probably looked fine for you. You're like, oh, nice, 13. At first, I was watching it live. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And then I was like, oh, that's why. Throwing a little shade at the, the you know, the Harden. Yeah, <laughs> for those who don't know, James Harden's number 13, so that's why I threw it up on his chest. Uh, but you, we had we had a uh, very heated debate on our... It, I wasn't even trying to be heated. <laughs> I don't understand. We're all of like the frustrate. I, I was just confused on what the other side was arguing, I think. So what what do you have to say about this travel, and what do you think was going on? So... I don't know if you want me to get into what the argument was because I still don't know what side the what point the person was arguing. Uh, it was a travel. It is a travel. Uh, it is a travel. It's always a travel. I've been bitching about it for years about how it's a travel. Uh, I think that Steph Curry knows that's a travel. Uh, I don't know if he, I mean he he knows. Steve Kerr has talked about it being a travel. I just thought it was funny that Steph Curry kind of threw a shot at James Harden and how he's refereed because James Harden isn't called for that travel and Steph Curry is. So my thing is, why is it a travel when one person does it and not another? I mean, it's a, always a travel. It's so just call travel. it yeah. always. Yeah. That's what all I was saying. I don't understand where the other argument was coming from, uh, yeah. but that's all I was trying it. to say. Curry, Curry should, be, should be called for Harden should be called for it. And I don't uh, think Curry's the, mad. I think he's just trying to make a, a joke. No. 
and a point. He just made a joke and a point, and, and that's all it was. Like, he didn't say it maliciously. He didn't say it, like, intensely. He just kind of, like, threw it out there. Um, what I believe the other side of the argument was, was he shouldn't do it then. Which I think my, he probably didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, he might not have meant to. And I don't think he was upset that he got called. I mean, I'm all like psycho armchair yeah. expert. I'm like, I'm just like making shit up. But like, my thing is like, all I was saying was if if it's a travel, always call it a travel. Don't mm. call it for some players and not another. And that was the point that Steph Curry was trying to make. Yeah. And uh, I guess I do see the other point of, well, if you believe in it, don't do it yourself. And I, I would say he probably didn't mean to do it. He he doesn't ever do that travel. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it in his game very often. And also, like you don't have to do that to have a great step back. Doncic has showed like his step back is super elite, doesn't travel. Mm-hmm. God, dude, Doncic is so freaking nice, dude. He's so much fun. Dude, he's so much fun. You went to a game and saw him play, right? I did, yeah, yeah. So uh, a few weeks ago, I paid way more than I wanted to for a fucking Mavericks ticket, <laughs> but it was really cool. I mean, it was a blowout. Um, seeing Luca play in person was really cool. I, I got to see him hit this really, you know, kind of miraculous shot at the buzzer at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of a blowout after that. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool to hear all of the Celtics fans chanting for Dirk. Oh, um, dude, love Dirk. Shout out to the so goat. much fun, dude! It the was German unbelievable. Goat. Every time he touched the ball, so he he got subbed in with like a minute or something left, and at that point he was like oh for nine. Not he a good had game a for really Dirk. he had a really bad game, but everyone literally standing cheering for Dirk. He was like you could see him smiling and laughing, and there was like so he he takes a three with like thirty seconds left and and kind of clanks it. Uh, but everyone goes like, oh, and then they go back on D and they, they hold on to the ball and there's a shot clock violation. There's like a minute, uh, um, not a minute, sorry. There's like 1.5 seconds left and everyone's like, Dirk, 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 Dirk. So he gets the ball off the inbound, fades it, like tries it, does like a little three and he freaking back rims it. But dude, if he made that three, I'm telling you. This stadium would have lost their damn minds. And it was really cool just to like, these are Celtics fans in a game that was a complete blowout, just cheering on Dirk and being part of like this kind of like really positive, really fun moment. Uh, that made the whole game worth it, you know? And you got to see Dirk uh, yeah, in his last was, year. I did. I saw Dirk in his last year in his last game at TD Garden. So it was, it was pretty cool. Cool. All right. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. Oh, Real quick, it mm. looks like the Mavs are trying to move Dennis Smith Jr. So just uh, we'll see how that progresses. And I would say um, that's fine. <laughs> Go ahead and move him. I think that's probably for the best. Yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. ball dominant, ball dominant point guard who likes to run a lot of pick and roll. Um, that's not the position he's in right now. Super athletic, but he's small. He has had injury concerns in the past. Uh, we'll see where it goes, but still has some uh, hype th- too. So, I think it's a good time for the Mavs to move off him and see if they can get maybe a high pick or uh, some other young talent that might be able to fit aside Luca. Great. All right, let's wrap this one up. Frazier, got anything to plug? 
I do. So go check out, as always, MrBallCaps.com. Greatest selection of vintage hats and apparel that you will find out there on the market. All super reasonably priced. Even though Christmas time has passed and those promo codes are gone, you can still use promo code TMOM at checkout, T-M-O-M at checkout for 15% off. Um, All caps, TMOM. So, yeah, go check us out and, uh, you know, support, support your boy. Also, you can go to all social medias, follow us on The Master of Mediocrity, um, especially go to our Patreon page, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and search The Master of Mediocrity. We'll be right there. Uh, if you donate, we'll basically get you, um, you know, it, different levels will get you on the podcast. So $25 gets you on the podcast for sure. $10 gives you a little bit of something, give you a topic. Um, next year, we'll do fancy lineups for football, stuff like that. So it basically all helps go to support uh, us produces podcasts. SoundCloud fees are pretty brutal. Um, and we really could use a little, a little some, some, uh, to help us out there that helps you get the podcast out. And, uh, we'll keep giving you, uh, as most, as much as we can, as most consistent podcasts as we can. So thank you for mm-hmm. everyone out there that does support already. Yeah. And if you could just do us a favor, just tell people about us. Um, you know, we love to see the community grow a bit. Um, even if you don't feel like, you know, you know, yeah, donating, you know, monetary value, uh, at least, you know, try to spread the word and, and increase our, you know, our reach that way. It, it would just be cool to see more people react and interact with us and stuff in line. Uh, so, yeah, you know, at least you try to tell a person about us. Thank you and everybody have a good night. Peace. Night. Peace.